today on Commitment to Truth. See, many times we want our loved ones and friends in the world to say, stop sinning. Sometimes the only way they're going to stop sinning is if you give yourself up. Sometimes the only way your son, who you want to come to know Jesus, will stop sinning is that you must give yourself up. You want to reach your husband? Give yourself up. You want to reach your neighbor? Give yourself up. It always takes a sacrifice to give people victory over sin. It doesn't start, stop with Jesus. We know his work completes it, it finishes, but it also empowers us to do the same. Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Pastor Cedric, lead pastor of Commitment Church, with today's message. But what happens when we do as Christ says? Let's continue to read John chapter 21, verses uh, 4 through 6. But when the day was now breaking, Jesus stood on the beach, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. So Jesus said to them, children, you do not have any fish to eat, do you? Now guys, can you put yourself in, that, in, in the fishermen shoes? You don't know it's Jesus. And this dude on the beach is saying, hey boy. <laughs> Right, guys? You know, what you call me boy for? You, right? I'm not, not your boy. Who, who, who are you? <laughs> Jesus is calling them out. But we're going to learn why. They said, in answer to him, they said, no. And he said to them, cast the net on the right hand side of the boat. Apparently, they were casting it where? On the left and you will find the fish. So they cast it, and then they were not able to haul it in because of the great quantity of fish. So when we do as Christ says, remember in Luke chapter 5 we study, but I will do as you say. Luke chapter 5, verse 5, you can make note of that. He said, they he says, same, same, if you would, applicable context, telling them, let down our nets. Okay, well, we would do as you say and let down our nets here in this spot. Remember the word say means this, say means this, so far as it is a matter of command. So when he commands you, will you respond? And here, here's, here's the challenging with having a relationship with Christ. Such a gentleman. He whispers. You know, it's not in a, in a loud, uh, he just whispers. But what we forget is as he's whispering, he's still commanding us. It, to me, it's like a, a good father who knows how to raise his children is that you don't have to yell. 
Sometimes you just whisper to your children, and that is as powerful as a yell and a scream. Sometimes a father just needs to look, and it, it upsets the mom who spends a lot more time with them. And it's like, I can't believe you just came into the house and looked, and they just did what you said. And then, it, you know, but at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's the father is whispering a lot of times, saying, just do what I tell you to do. And 99% of the time, that's what he does. He whispers in his, but yet it's still a command. It's still a command saying to you and I, go to that place in Jerusalem, wherever your Jerusalem is. It's still a command, no matter if he's screaming or yelling, it's a command by the living God. So, When we do as he commands, you find this. Again, in verse 4 and 5, he says, Children, do uh, uh, you do not have any fish to eat, do you? Well, it always starts with this. There's this need to be childlike. Right? Because the more you know Jesus, it's dangerous. Because you know Bible, you know chapter and verse, You've had a little bit of success fishing, right? You got a little know-how, and he'll whisper silently, oh, I need you to change your norm. And like any child who goes from infancy to toddler to toddler, right, to preteen to preteen to teenager, well, you know, Dad, I now know more than you. Or just as much as you. And then we don't do as he says. So the first response must always be, I'm a child. It's where children means this, young child, a little boy, little ones, like a child in intellect. And what I added here was this. Dependent on another. We cannot ever stop being dependent on Jesus. We cannot ever stop being dependent on the, in, the, the intimate, soft voice of the Holy Spirit that speaks to each one of us. We can't lose that sensitivity and that dependence on him because of, listen, because of experience. Because I've been there before, because I fished in this pond before. There should be the voice of God that resounds us from the shore saying, hey, little children, hey, little girl. I know you've done this before but you probably should do some things differently, which leads to this, the reality of as children of God, we must replicate the likeness of Christ in his childlikeness, if you would, on this earth. Listen to what Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 and 2 says. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love just as who? 
Christ also loved you. So think about that. Walk in love just as Christ loved me. So as a child, I will walk in the love of Christ just as Christ loved me, which simply says, for God so loved the world that he did what? So love propelled him from heaven to earth. Love ultimately said in Jesus's heart, Father, not my will, but what? We love because he what? First love. You f- so all these peripheral verses that we know that ultimately helps us define how Christ loves us is how we should exemplify fishing. He fished for me from heaven to earth. And that's why the text in Ephesians 5, 1 and 2 goes on to say this, and gave himself up for us. Do you realize if you want to go fishing, you got to give yourself up for someone else. Got to be flexible enough to say, God, yeah, I want to be sleeping right now, but I can't sleep. I got to be praying. God, I don't want to pick up this phone because now you can see caller ID and I know who's calling me. I don't want to pick it up because I know where this conversation is going. Pick it up. Give yourself up for somebody else. Gave yourself up as an offering and a sacrifice Sacrifice an offering for sin to God as a fragrant aroma. See, many times we want our loved ones and friends in the world to say, stop sinning. Sometimes the only way they're going to stop sinning is if you give yourself up. Sometimes the only way your son, who you want to come to know Jesus, will stop sinning is that you must give yourself up. You want to reach your husband? Give yourself up. You want to reach your neighbor? Give yourself up. It always takes a sacrifice to give people victory over sin. Doesn't start stop with Jesus. We know. His work completes it, it finishes, but it also empowers us to do the same. Thank you for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We'll continue with the second part of the message right after this. Hello, this is Cedric Brown, and I would like to personally invite you out to an exciting event that is taking place on January 31st at 7 p.m. It will be the first of four South Jersey Metro Philadelphia prayer gatherings located in Collingswood, New Jersey at the Scottish Rite Auditorium. Will you join me again January the 31st at 7 p.m. at the Scottish Rite Auditorium in Collingswood, New Jersey. I look forward to seeing you there. God bless you. Thank you again for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We now return for the second half of our message. Our child likeness should create this independency 
or this dependency, pardon me, on Christ to look and smell and feel just like Jesus to a dying world. When we do as Christ says, it will always start with this childlikeness. Secondly, and lastly for today, there will always be a required change. There's always a required change. Cast the net on the right side of the boat. I know you've been fishing on the left. I know maybe you had some some success on the left side. Cast your net. And can I say this from a pastor's perspective and, and and being blessed to shepherd other pastors in, in our region. This is probably a very, most very difficult thing for a pastor to do. Especially if a pastor has seen fruit prior to three years ago, pandemic. The landscape has changed. And so many pastors want to, want to keep doing it the same way. Game changed. Listen, the, the lines on the free throw line has been changed. Listen, the, the goalpost is, is smaller. Everything, the whole narrative has changed for the church. So you got to fish on the other side of the boat. You have to be able to say, this ain't working anymore. Now, for the record, I'm not saying you now take Jesus Christ out of the equation. Absolutely not. Because the gospel is the gospel, and and it is the only thing that leads to power that leads to salvation, period. Period. Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And listen, I tell people as I talk to other theologians and pastors and and teachers and seminaries, we live in a post-Christian society, if you didn't know that right now. It's a post-Christian society in the world, not only America. But here's the wonderful phenomenon. A post-Christian society looks just like a pre-Christian society before the church, first church was created. And who was the answer for the pre-Christian society? Jesus. Who's the answer for the post? Doesn't change. But what we have to do is understand that things have to change in our approach. And that's why he says, fish on the right side, then you're going to find something. The word find means this, after searching to find a thing sought. So the very thing that we're seeking, guess what we're going to find? It's going to be in our net. So there's always this need first for an inward change. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. Internal change to accomplish an external work, but having the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believe, therefore I spoke. We also believe, therefore we also speak, knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us with Jesus and will present us with him. For all things are for your sakes, so that grace having spread to more and more people will cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not lose heart. But though our outer person is decaying, yet our inner person is being renewed day by day. For our momentary light of friction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory. In other words, this personal excellence of Christ, far beyond comparison. While we look not at things which are seen, but as things which are not seen, for the things which are 
are seen are temporal, but the things that are not seen are what? That's how we have to live. In other words, we should never be recognized again by our flesh. That's why 2 Corinthians goes on to say this in chapter 5 real quickly. Therefore, from now on, we recognize no one by the flesh, no one. We should never be recognized by the flesh. Something must change. You can't keep looking the same. Even though we have known Christ by the flesh, yet now we know him in, the, in that's this way no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, this person is a what? The old things have passed away. Behold, what? Now all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of what? Reconciliation, namely that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting their wrongdoings against them. And he has committed us the word of what? Our ministry of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors of Christ as though God were what? Making an appeal through us. We beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled with God. He should be living through us, reconciling the world back to himself. And lastly, one of my favorite passages, Galatians 2.20. I've been crucified with Christ. Something's got to change. Nevertheless, it's not I who live, but it's Christ who does what? Lives within me. And this life that I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and did what? Gave his life for me. Any change requires first this inner transformational work of the Holy Spirit causing this external result in your life and the life of those around you. Let's go fishing. Amen with this. For every fish, did you realize that there is a suggested bait? For every fish, some of you are fishermen and women, every fish, for every fish, there is a suggested bait. For panfish, bluegill, sunfish, earthworms, worms, grubs, mealworm, worms, waxworms, crickets, Crayfish meat, trout, earthworms, worms also work, half night crawlers, minnows, leeches, grubs, small crayfish, crickets, grasshoppers, bass fish, night crawlers, hell grommets, uh, fathead minnows, shade, stone cats, crayfish, eel, catfish, cut bait, night crawlers, chad, small herring, crayfish, boilies. Uh, dough balls, corn, chicken liver, hot dog chunks. Guess they're pretty greedy. All right. Uh, carps, sweet corn, boilies, bread, dough balls, wa uh, walleye fish, leeches, minnows, night crawlers, garfish, cut bait, minnow, whitefish, bread, dough, insects, minnow, salmon, cured, cured roe, cut herring. So what am I trying to tell you with all this? Uh, <laughs> it may not be the pond or the people. 
Could it be that you need to change your bait? Because this is what's said about the bait. You can cast out a bait, set your rod, and wait for the fish to come to you. So if no fish are coming to you, no people are coming to you, could it be? It's not the pond, nor the people. It's the bait. So then I would suggest to you is ask God for wisdom. Just say, God, what bait should I use? Then watch the people come to you. Amen. Hello, this is Cedric Brown, your teacher on Commitment to Truth. I would like to personally thank you so much for tuning in week after week to listen here on this station. My prayer is that our time together is encouraging and strengthening you in your personal walk with our Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen, I'm not going to assume that all of you know this Christ that I speak about week after week. And if you don't, and this is you, my prayer is that you are being inspired to know him personally through commitment to truth. But if you want to invite this Christ into your life right now, would you like to please pray with me? It's just a short prayer. It goes like this. Just say, Jesus, I acknowledge today that I am a sinner and I've sinned against you. But I believe that you came to die for me. You were buried for me and you rose again from the grave just for me. Jesus, I ask you to come into my life to be my Lord and my risen Savior. And I surrender my life completely to you until I see you face to face. Jesus, would you, would you please empower me through your Holy Spirit to live the rest of my life for your glory and for the good of others? In your name I pray, Jesus. Amen. So if you pray this prayer, or if you need help finding a local Christ-centered and Bible-teaching church, please email me at info at commitmenttotruth.org. Once again, that is info at commitmenttotruth.org. And lastly today, could you please do two things for me, all of you? Number one, could you spread the word about commitment to truth to your friends, your family, and even your enemies? We all could learn, right? And secondly, please email me at info at commitment to truth to let me know how this ministry is impacting your life. Once again, that is info at commitmenttotruth.org. I would love to hear from you. May God bless you and your family and have a great day. Thank you again for listening to our series from Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website, commitmentchurch.org. And if you live in the Philadelphia, Delaware, or South Jersey area, we would love to see you in person as well. You can attend any of our services by visiting us at 2 Berlin Road South, Lindenwald, New Jersey, 08021. Thank you again for listening, and have a blessed and wonderful day.